to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, whether you're joining me over on YouTube or you're joining me on the podcast, I'm so grateful you're here. So how many times have you said to yourself or maybe your best friend recently, help, no one is listening to me. No one is hearing me. I keep putting things out there for marketing and I'm not getting any traction. Well, number one, let me tell you, you're not alone. And number two, I thought it was so important of a topic that I wanted to talk about it this week and give you some reasons why that is happening. And also three things that you can do to circumvent that happening to you, your marketing message and your business. So you may or may not have noticed, you totally noticed that we had a big conundrum happen in 2020 called COVID. Well, we are still feeling the ramifications of COVID through 2021. And I do not think this will be the last year that we feel ramifications. I think we're just getting um, revved up for some major changes in how we do business and how we work as employees or entrepreneurs and in how we operate as a society. Now, I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole about what those things are. You guys can make up your own opinions about what that is. You may or may not agree. But um, we're definitely in a time of transition and probably one that most of us have never um, experienced in our lifetimes. So unless you're really, you know, like 110 or something, you might have experienced like (laughs) the bubonic plague or something. Anyway, um, so COVID was a huge disruptor and it was not only a disruptor for our lives, but it was a disruptor for people Um, to stop and start thinking about what they really want and how they want to spend their time and how they want to be influenced. And so when we're putting things out into the world, um, we have to take into consideration some really important things. One, there are more people online than ever before because COVID forced the cards and made people do business there. Companies have moved employees there. Zoom, who knew Zoom was going to be like the top, um, investment of 2020. But because there are so many people online, the companies that promote and advertise online have come to the awareness that we can charge more money for people to run ads to get in front of these audiences. And so what you see is that you have platforms like Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and all of these places one, increasing the number of ads that they're putting in front of people, but two, charging more money to put those ads in front of people. And so running ads is not an option. Like to get your name out there and get in front of an audience that you are going to want to attract, you have to somehow spread the word. And because there are so many people online, it's really hard to stand out organically, meaning not paid for it. Um, and, and have anybody pay attention to you, especially because the algorithm is controlled by the social media people like Mark Zuckerberg, etc. And so when we're looking at that and we're trying to build some traction with our business, we have to consider a couple of things. Now, if you did not get the opportunity to participate in my recent training, Own Your Audience, where I teach you how to pull your audience off of social media so that you have the control over when you show up in front of them, when you put your promotions or products or even um, value content in front of them. 
If you missed it, because it just happened, I'm running it one more time. The training is coming up. Um, you can registration is open now. It will happen in a couple of weeks because we're rolling into the holiday season. But this is the perfect time to prep yourself for next year so you can hit the ground running in January. Now, most people will be planning and plotting and getting ready to go in January. But if you take the time to take this training and get rolling and moving and um, set things in motion now, you are going to be 10 steps ahead of everyone else who's just going to kind of roll in around January 11th and go, hey, I should probably figure something out. So with that in mind, I want you to join me in that free training, Own Your Audience, so you can learn how to move your audience members off of social media and instead onto your email list where you have the opportunity to get in front of them on your time frame and build relationships, create conversations, and ultimately sell more of your products. My goal is to help you get your services in front of more people so that we can impact and change the world together. Now, diving into this week's episode. So one of the reasons um, is COVID and it's crowded because everybody's online. But the other piece of this is that a lot of people got a taste of being at home and have decided, hey, I'm going to try this thing on my own. So you have an exponential number of entrepreneurs that are entering the marketplace with new products and services, probably similar to yours. And they're excited and they haven't been doing this for very long. Or maybe you are one of those people who's excited, but you're getting a little disgruntled because you're like, wait, there's a lot of people out here. And so that is another reason. Now, the other thing that's going on is that people's attention spans are even shorter. Now, previous to COVID, the attention span um, statistic I kept reading was that we as a society have an attention span uh, less than a goldfish, so less than seven seconds. And I believe, and I don't have any proof (laughs) to show this, but I think it's actually shorter now because we have been so inundated with information online and on our screens, phones, computers, everything else, for the last 18, 19 months, that we just don't have the patience to be inundated by stuff, which means we are not only dealing with stress and anxiety and overwhelm with the ever-changing things going on in our world, but when we are inundated with that information, it increases those levels, and we want relief. As, as a world, we want relief. And so um, those are the those are the tides that are working against us. Okay, so I have a heater on real quick. I'm gonna pop it off because it's like 30 degrees in Denver today, and it has been. Um, this is kind of our first day of winter, <laughs> so I have to keep turning the heater on because I'm like, oh, this is winter. I forgot what it looked like. Um, so when we are. Um, trying to assist and get in front of people, we need to take into consideration where they're coming from, which leads me to some of the ways that you can stand out in all of the noise and actually get traction with the information you're putting out there, whether it's a paid advertisement, whether it's um, free content or a value-based training that you're giving to your audience or um, anything else you might be putting out there. So the number one thing, and you may or may not like this (laughs) suggestion, but it will make a huge difference in your business. And it is to identify your ideal client. Now, so many times I will meet people that have um, left corporate or that are, you know, moving into the entrepreneurial world. And they're like, 
yeah, I just want to help everybody. Like I want to be a business coach to everybody. And I'm like, okay, well, when you want to try to help everybody, you will help no one. And the reason is some of the things that we just talked about, you are now competing online with many other people who do what you do. Um, You are competing with noise that doesn't even have anything to do with what you do. And you're trying to get traction and people not only cannot self-identify that, that, that they are your person, but they're confused on whether or not you can actually help them. And so it takes time and it takes work to determine who your ideal client is. And I actually think niching down is too broad for where we are in the marketplace right now. You actually need to get more specific with who you are, with who it is you help. And not only do you need to know who they are, you need to find out as much about them as possible. Because when you can start to have a conversation that has them go in their head, hey, that's me, just by reading a post, watching a video, or seeing your ad, then you know you've intrigued them enough to get them to move forward, which is really all we can do right now. Because if we're not getting them to follow the breadcrumbs of our marketing plan, we're going to have a really hard time selling them anything because they're just going to flip, scroll, flip, scroll, flip, scroll, and they're not going to ever pay attention to us. And so the, the first piece of this is that you've got to identify who they are and get really specific. Now, one thing I want to mention about this is that you may have an ideal client in your mind right now. Oh, like I want to help Sally. She's um, a mom of teenagers and she's moving into a role of not knowing what she wants to do. She's had a career all her life and she's like, oh, I really don't want to go into that job anymore because I got to stay home at COVID. Now they're making me come back and I have enough experience. And not only that, but I don't have anybody on my team because they keep quitting and all the things. Um, Doesn't want to commute anymore, et cetera, et cetera. That's really specific. But if you just said, I want to help anybody who's in corporate who... um, wants to change their career, but they don't know what they're, what they want to do that. Do you see how broad that is? Like compared to Sally, like we know a lot about Sally and Sally's going to be like, Hey, that's me. Whether it's Sally or Tiffany or Karen or whoever, Sally's just a name you give them in your mind so that you can have a conversation with them. And so I wanted to give you an example of this um, because I have had, um, I don't have an exact sp- uh, statistic on this, but w- just working with clients over the, over several years, um, seeing the transformation in their business, this has made a huge difference for them from, you know, 99% of the people that do this in not just in my client base, but overall get traction much quicker and have deeper and more um, connected leads that move on to not only purchase the initial offering, but then purchase additional offerings because they have already, you know, bought into your program, your philosophy, who you are and how, um, the, you know, previously they've worked with you and it's worked. And so, um, I'm going to give you an example. I have a client who had a very successful, um, business. It was a family business and, um, sold the business, got completely out of that industry, um, ran the business for many, many years from, you know, stock boy to all the way up to CEO and um, wanted to get out of that business, didn't really have anybody in his um, family that 
wanted to take it over um, and just anyway, sold the business, went and did a lot of personal development, lots of programs in coaching and training and um, really beefing up skills, a skill set um, so that he had a lot of tools and resources that he could offer. And then he hired me to help him market. And when I started working with him, he's like, yeah, I want to work with all businesses and do business coaching. And I was like, okay, well, that's really broad. We need to narrow that down. So then we narrowed it down a little bit more to, I want to um, work with businesses and um, people that need to build resilience in their business. I was like, okay, still really broad, good um, word, like a keyword that people are looking for. I said, let's go a little deeper. And so then it came down to, I'm going to be a business coach for family businesses because um, I've had a family business. I know the ins and outs. I know the struggles. And I was like, okay, good. We're getting somewhere. And so now the ideal client for my client is not only a family business coach, but it's specifically a family business coach in the food industry. And so when you look at the food industry, it's pretty broad, but he um, has a skill set that is very unique to that specific industry. And he is getting such great traction because he can go in and have a conversation with these people based on knowledge and experience of what it's like to run a family owned business in that industry. And so now people are seeking him out. They're like, oh, you're the expert in, this, in, the, in the food industry for family business. And he's like, well, yes, I am. And so going from, you know, a business coach who is everybody in the world knows a business coach or has a business coach or has worked with a business coach to I am specifically a coach for family businesses in the food industry who are um, struggling with A, B, C, and D. And so um, I want to encourage you to do the work to identify your ideal client really, really specifically, and also anything you can dig up or find out about them that you can then utilize as you're creating your marketing to appeal and attract them for to get them moving forward into your sales funnel. So that's number one, that was a long description of um, what of that key point. But The reality is, is that if you do the work to identify who that client is, you are going to see immediate traction and you're going to stand out immediately. And whether it's, whether, whether you're doing a paid advertised advertising campaign or you're doing content, you are going to stand out to those people because you're going to sound and look so differently than the other people in your industry. And so um, you can narrow down your ideal client in many different ways. It can be based on you know, industry, sort of like my client did, very specific industry and experience that he had. Or you can narrow it down based on specific problems and issues that people are having or specific skill sets that you might offer. Um, So if you're a business coach and you work specifically with, say, women um, of a a certain um, career level, that are like ready to then move on to another area, get even deeper. Like which um, field are they in? Are they in tech? Are they in education? Are they in um, tech? uh, What am I trying to say? Finance, you know, get really specific because the more specific you can get with your audience, the more likely they're going to resonate and hear the words you're saying because you are speaking the language they understand. So that's tip number one. Tip number two 
is to look at those people, those ideal clients that you've just come up with, and determine whether or not they have a problem that you can solve. Because this is the second thing that I see with clients and with people um, that are struggling with getting clients is that they have all these grandiose ideas of, you know, I want to work with these people and sell them this. But then there's no awareness um, that the people in that category, that set of ideal clients don't have the problem that you want to solve, that that you want to put a solution in front of or they don't recognize the problem in the way that you do, they actually see something else. And I had this come up recently um, with a different client when um, he was working on a program to address, um, trying to think, key account managers. And the reality was is that he could come up with programs all day for key account managers and solve their problems. But when it came down to the um, the final decision-making process and who was going to pay him, it wasn't a key account manager. And I said, well, you've got to figure out how to get in front of the people that are making the buying decisions. And that's not the key account manager. So you can talk about their problems all day, but the problems that they have are very, very different than the people that are making the, the actual purchasing decision that are going to hire you. And so um, it gets a little bit tricky because you've got to look at your sales cycle and see who it is that you're actually serving with your solution and make sure that you're creating marketing and um, messaging that appeals to those people. And a lot of times people, they don't want to do the work. So they just slap out generic messaging and then they don't get results and then they're, they're sad. And so I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to identify a really specific problem that those people are having and make it align with the solution, the service that you are offering that will help them solve that problem. So you can make a direct connection with them um, through your messaging and through ongoing conversation. And then number three is, and this is another key point that I see with people, especially as they're starting into a new arena for um, building out their business, is that they are completely unaware of their competition or they're not um, looking at the actual realistic competition of who their competitors are. And um, quick Google searches, YouTube searches, things like that will give you a starting point, but doing a deep competitive analysis of your market area and um, who who is in that space already does a, a few things. Number one, it lets you know whether or not there's a need in the market for what you do. And if people are searching for a solution to that. And two, um, it gives you some insight into how that problem is already being solved or not solved. And three, it gives you the opportunity to look at how you're going to show up differently in the marketplace so that you can take command of the market, become a competitor with um, the people in the marketplace, and also be the person that becomes the go-to solution for your ideal client. Now you may have two or three tax accountants in your zip code that are well known online. Um, Everybody, you know, uses them as a reference point, et cetera, et cetera. But um, if you can't differentiate yourself in the marketplace by either who you work with or how you do accounting, you're going to have a really hard time, you know, drawing, uh, attracting the people that 
would be a good fit for you, but also maybe in the market for an accountant compared to the people that are already ranking really high on Google or have a lot of referral business or whatever that might look like. So being aware and knowing your competition and knowing what's out there, um, it should be a huge, uh, way for you to get insight into how to develop your products and services. And I know a lot of people, they don't, they don't want to do the work. They just want to create what they're going to create and then hope and hope and wish and pray that somebody buys it. And unfortunately we're not in a market or economy where that's possible anymore. Maybe five, 10 years ago, that would be possible because you didn't have the competition that you have now. But the reality is, is you have to differentiate yourself and you have to become um, solution specific because otherwise it's, you're just adding to the noise and people aren't going to be able to find you. So that's um, the roundup for three simple things that you can do right away to help differentiate yourself in the marketplace. And this includes like creating content and putting stuff out on your website and creating your, your offer for your service or your product um, is to, you know, get really clear about who it's for, get, um, really clear about the problem that those people have and how you solve it and how you solve it differently. And also being really aware of um, who else in the marketplace is solving that problem or saying they solve that problem and how they're actually doing that or failing at that or how um, the, the solution that they're offering needs to be innovated. So that's what I've got for you this week. Again, that training is coming up really quick for, um, the own your audience training where you can go in and learn the five-step proven process to take your social media contacts and, um, people that you've connected with on, uh, the different platforms and move them away from the platform so that you have control over when you get in front of them. And when you put, um, information and promotions in front of them, um, at the right time so that you are moving them towards purchasing your products and services. So thanks so much for tuning in this week. If you'd like to sign up for that training, you can do so at elisaconnor.com forward slash own your audience. And I look forward to seeing you inside and also next week. Um, next week is Thanksgiving week. So I will have an episode for you to listen to as you prep your turkey. And, um, if you're not in the U S then, um, you can just tune in and celebrate with us anyway. So in the meantime, have a great week. Take care and be well.